Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Listen to Everything show. I'm your host, Nate James, and I am so happy to be recording this first ever episode for you today. We've got a great show lined up, starting with Release Radar, moving on to an album review, and finishing off with a music draft with one of my good friends, Alex Zeichitz. If you enjoy this kind of content, please remember to follow us on all platforms and social media so you won't miss a single episode. Let's get into it. I got lyricism on tab, like an iPad, meaning with a vibe coupled up. That's a diet. I keep them in ship, charging up like a nightcat. Heavy glass loaded with some ammo and a notepad. I don't got no product yet, but I know how to shop shack. Alrighty, to get things rolling, we are going to begin with release radar. Now, those of you who are Spotify users know about this function. It is the little bell in the right hand corner. Um, that basically shows you all of the most recent releases from the artists who you follow. And so the release radar segment of this show is going to be me going through my release radar on a weekly basis and uh, giving a quick review of the highlights and the lowlights of the various artists that I follow. Now, when it comes to mainstream artists, you know, the really, really big names, I follow pretty much all of them. So you're going to get a really, really um, inclusive and diverse as well as... Um, I guess, I guess mainstream, again, that's, that's really the only word uh, that can describe that pretty well. You, you'll get to hear all of the mainstream stuff, but I am constantly looking for new artists. So I would love it if you would send me a DM on Instagram um, or send a voice message through the Spotify for Podcasts app. I think that there's a link to that in the description here. Um, I am happy to check out new artists. I'm constantly looking for that, and I'm looking to uh, add to my release radar. Um, and so if you're an artist yourself, send me a DM so that I can put you on my release radar. All right, going through today, um, we really are going to be starting off with, with a bang. Um, I am not one to very often give 10 out of 10 ratings. Um, I'm, I'm typically really critical of, of music, but we had a 10 out of 10 release this last week, and that song is Half-Life by Livingston. Um, I really can't say too much about this song, uh, me meaning I can't overestimate this song. It, it's Everything about it is exactly the type of thing I love. The lyricism is deep, it's clever, um, it communicates an emotion really, really well. The production is unique, and he does that all himself. He's an independent artist, so it's even more impressive. The mix on his voice is unlike anything that artists are doing right now. Um, some of the techniques that he does, it's, it's just different. And it's really nice to get a new flavor in the middle of you know a really really oversaturated market it's hard to stand out and he really stands out um so i cannot recommend that song enough half-life by livingston that honestly is at least in my opinion one of the only two 10 out of 10 songs to release so far this year so it's definitely going to be a contender for song of the year um <clears throat> let's see so we had two giant album releases but we'll get to that uh, in a little bit here um, KB, who is a Christian rapper, um, released a, his first ever, at least as far as I know his first ever, um, drill type song called Glory to Glory. It's really good. Um, I wouldn't say it's anything too terribly special, but the fact that a non-drill artist made a drill song, it was still lyrical and it sounded really good. You know, that's, that's a seven, probably a seven or eight out of 10 for me. Um, Torin Wells, who is one of my favorite voices in CCM right now, uh, released a song in collaboration with Lecrae. Um, I think it, it's a, if I'm not mistaken, it's a remake of an earlier song that he's made. I liked it. The six out of 10 for me, nothing too special, but definitely worth, uh, worthwhile. Um, another huge highlight, uh, Wolves at the Gate, which is a 
I guess you would classify them as metalcore. They've kind of done a lot of stuff that spans across different subgenres of metal, so I'll just say metal. Um, they released a song called Attack that is exceptionally good. Um, Nick Deddy has been one of my favorite vocalists for a while now. Um, I, the first time I saw him was uh, when Wolves at the Gate was one of the bands performing. Oh, who were they with? They were with From Ashes to New, Rain City Drive, and Memphis Mayfire. It was an incredible show. Um, I got to meet Nick Deddy. I met him there, and I've met him one or two places uh, after that. Um, talked to him at Furnace Fest. Um, really great guy. Exceptional vocalist. Commands the stage. And this song is, is no exception. It's just their, their whole catalog is great, and this song is really, really good, too. So um, that would probably be a uh, 7.5 out of 10 for me. So go check out Attack by Wolves at the Gate. Um, the two lowlights, the highlights, lowlights, the two lowlights that uh, I wanted to mention from this week come from AJR, which is mind-blowing, um, and Logic, which is also abnormal. Um, these are two artists, well, I guess one artist, one band, who I typically really enjoy that um, kind of disappointed me this week, but both for different reasons. Uh, we'll start with the more lighthearted one. Logic released a song uh, called Noel, which sounds to me like it's going to be the intro track to his album. Um... But it's just, it, there's too much nothing in this song. I know that's totally contradictory. But this is three minutes and 19 seconds where the majority of the song is literally just some sampled vocals and instrumental in the background. And to me, if, if you're going to do something like that, you shouldn't make it very long. And I mean, you probably shouldn't do that in the first place. Like, I, I'm, I'm totally down for album intros, if that's what this is. Um, you know... The, the two songs, if you look at my two albums that have released, both songs have an instrumental that kind of builds a little bit, and it takes a little while to build, so I get that. I, I, I understand it's a stylistic choice, but to have a three-minute and 19-second song where nothing really happens, it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, may, maybe, you know, if, if you disagree with me, let me know why. Maybe, maybe you understand his story arc a little bit more. Um, uh, to be honest, I enjoy Logic, but I'm not too... I haven't delved deep into his brand or anything. So if you understand more, let me know. It's just not an artistic choice that I like. Um, as for AJR, they released a song called God is Really Real. Now, even though Christianity is not really a part of my brand, like I don't make Christian music, this isn't necessarily a Christian podcast, um, I am still a Christian. And it is the biggest part of who I am. It is who I am. Um, you know... Jesus is my savior, and that affects everything that I do. So naturally, when I see a song release that's called "God Is Really Real" and it's by a typically secular band, I'm all you know. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Let's let's look at it. You know, I still remember when Eminem released. Um, well, I guess it wasn't necessarily just his song, but he he worked with DJ Khaled and uh, Kanye West on that song, "Use This Gospel," the remix. Um, I, that was one of the most exciting songs uh, for me to see released because it was like these are three I guess not Kanye but two typically secular artists who release something that's praising God I really appreciated that so naturally I go to this and I see it in my release radar I'm excited so I pull it up and on the single page I see that it has the little explicit mark and I'm like oh great and so I decided to play it because usually um not usually, but sometimes that little uh, explicit mark can actually be wrong. Um, if it's a if it's a band that's usually explicit, sometimes their label won't remember to remove the explicit label. So I was thinking, you know what, I'll just listen. And um, you know, I was disappointed. 
completely by what I heard. So I really got my hopes up. Um, sonically, as far as the song sounds, you know, it's pretty good. AJR's unique, um, and I do like them usually. Um, this was a letdown, though. So those were definitely the two lowlights. I would say that the uh, the takeaway from this week's release radar. Go listen to Half-Life by Livingston and go listen to Attack by Wolves at the Gate. Two very different genres, very different artists. But then again, what is this podcast? <laughs> I listen to everything. Um, highly recommend both of those. Again, Half-Life, 10 out of 10. Such an incredible song. Um, the way I discovered that, I kind of totally went through the typical promo funnel where I saw a snippet of it on TikTok when he was originally just making the song. Um, ever since then, I've been hooked. I shared it around with people before it was even made. I, it's been about two months, I think, maybe two and a half since he's posted that. And he even released a song in between doing that. It was also really, really good. Um, I just didn't cover it because it's, it's old enough that it's not in this week. Um, but ever since that song released, it just it didn't disappoint. Totally worth the wait. Um, you got to go check it out. It's going to be a contender for song of the year. So I would say that about wraps it up for Release Radar. Let's move on to album review. This week for Release Radar, it was kind of difficult because at least for this first season, at least I'm thinking it'll be this first season, I'm only going to review one album um, per episode. Now that may eventually change. I want to keep these pretty short, especially in the beginning. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want y'all to have to sit here for a super long time. I just want to hit what I want to hit and then close it out. So I had to choose between two really big projects. And that of course is Speak Now by Taylor Swift and Pink Tape by Lil Uzi Vert. Um, two huge artists, two of the biggest artists in the world, both released. Um, and those of you who know me, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but Speak Now is my favorite album from her. Um, and it has my favorite song on it. So, you know, I was interested for sure. Um, oh, and by the way, See if you can guess what my favorite song from Speak Now is. Put it in the comments. Um, but uh, of these two albums, I like Pink Tape, uh, Pink Tape more. So we're going to go ahead and review that. Um, now, when I review albums, usually, th this episode's a little different. Um, I'm still, you know, I'm figuring everything out. Um, what I usually want to do when I review an album is give a song-by-song song review and rate each song individually and then give the average at the end that's the album review um, but as I was listening to Pink Tape I was driving I was on the road I didn't even realize that that was likely going to be the album that I review for this episode so this one's not going to be as detailed it's going to be pretty quick I'm basically just going to give my overall rating my favorites my least favorites and my concluding thoughts um, so it's important to note um I haven't really been a huge Uzi fan. I uh, never really listened to his stuff. I, I haven't gone down the rabbit hole of his discography. Maybe I need to. Um, so I, I, I didn't know what to expect coming into this because, again, I just haven't listened to him before. Um, but right off the bat, he completely surprised me with Flood of the Face. And I know, uh, if, if I'm remembering correctly, um, that is in the charts right now flooded the face i mean i'm i'm sure the rest of it is but i remember seeing flooded the face towards the top um that'll be another segment in uh future episodes is reviews of the um billboard charts and the other charts and whatnot um we're keeping this episode pretty quick um but yeah so i, I really enjoyed flooded the face i thought that his cadence was really good the mix was good the 808s hit in the exact way that they needed to production through this whole album was pretty awesome um he kind of lost me with the next two songs 
Um, his song A featuring Travis Scott had a cool beat in the beginning that I actually restarted when it started because it was so fire. Um, at least if I'm remembering correctly, I think that's the one. And it was like super good. And then it just lost me. So, you know, take it or leave it. Um, one of the only either three or four songs that I added to my playlist was the one right after that, which is Crush'em. Um, not too much to say about that. To me, it was just enough above average that it was worth re-listening to, which means it goes on my playlist. Um, th th that's how my playlist works. If a song is good enough that I'm like, you know what? I like this. I'd be down to hear this again. I add it to my playlist. Um, I don't really just shuffle my liked songs on playlist. Um, I, or my, my liked songs on repeat. Um, I go to my playlist. Um, so I was crushing. And then the next, like... I don't even know how many. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. The next 12 songs uh, weren't really that impressive to me. Um, it just kind of, it, it felt like a typical album. Like, it's, it's something that I understand now, um, now that, you know, I've been an artist for three years and I'm not just a music listener. Um, there very much is a difference between single songs and album songs, at least for most artists. Um, I feel like a lot of artists look at albums as a way to put some of their mid songs or maybe even their bad songs under one thing to ensure that they get sales and they get streams and stuff like that. And so in a lot of ways, this album kind of felt like that. Um, now, of course, uh, the two songs after those 12 that I mentioned really caught my attention with, with the song CS which has a system of a down sample, although it's not really a sample because he's the one who's singing it. Um, but it completely caught me off guard because it was totally metal and I'm a metal head. I mean, I like all music, but um, metal and rap are my two favorite genres. So to see um, one of the most famous rappers in the world do a literal metal song was pretty cool. So, you know, it, it's, it's not even that the song was that great. Like it, it wasn't amazing, but it was good enough that I liked it. Um, and then the very next song he featured, Bring Me the Horizon, as soon as I saw it, I was like, what in the world? This this is crazy. And I listen, and it's it's a good song. Um, and then he has another metal band later. I mean, it's questionable, but it's, it's baby metal. I'm not a huge fan of that personally, but I guess it's technically metal. Um, and so literally, and then right after both of those, we had Pluto to Mars, which I also added to my playlist because literally almost for the sole reason that the bass in that song is just smooth as butter. I love listening to that. Um, you don't even need bass boosters. I'm a bass head, so I like bass boosting stuff. If I bass boost it too much, it actually is overwhelming because the bass is on its own. So good in that song. Um, so Pluto to Mars is great. Um, <coughs> and uh, that was really the last one that uh, really resounded with me. He has some good features on this. I would say the best ones definitely bring me the horizon. Um, he has big ones like Nicki Minaj, Travis Scott, Don Tolliver, but um, bring me the horizon is definitely the best feature on there. Um, really enjoyed that. As a matter of fact, I think I actually added that to my rock playlist. Um, overall, I would give this album, you know, I would give this album probably a 6.5 out of 10 because it's definitely above average, 
I definitely liked it. There, there were multiple songs I really enjoyed, but to me, most of the value in this album comes from the fact that it is so experimental. There is so much tinging into metal. Um, if you listen, Uzi kind of messes around with a lot of these vocals that sound very metal. He does like some fry scream stuff. He does some like ah, sounding vocals that um, I imagine for rap listeners, typical rap listeners, they were like, what in the world is he listening to? Or what in the world is he doing? Um, but of course, all of us metalheads were like, hey, I know what you're doing. Um, and I think that it's really cool to see one of the biggest rappers in the world embracing metal and promoting metal because now there are millions, I mean, hundreds of millions of people who previously maybe weren't influenced by metal and now they get to hear Bring Me the Horizon. Like, that's a big deal. And to anybody who hates on that, who talks about, oh, Bring Me the Horizon, why would you collaborate with Uzi? Or Uzi, why would you collaborate with Bring Me the Horizon? People like that are honestly the reason why so many people don't know about such incredible bands and artists. Like, we've got to stop gatekeeping. You know, like, just because metal gets popular through a huge name, why, why should that be a bad thing? Like, that's great. Now more people like metal. And now our metal bands, they're getting richer, you know? So as... As a fan of multiple genres, I love seeing hybrids of genres. And so I really do applaud Uzi for this. And I applaud Bring Me the Horizon for this and everybody else who was involved. Um, I want to see more of it. And I think that there really has been a shift in the industry where people are finally beginning to accept um, metal. Because, you know, rap and hip hop was accepted a long time ago. And it became the most popular genre within the last decade or so. But metal has phased out. I mean, true metal, like actual metal. My, my metalheads know what I'm talking about. I'm not, I, I love Metallica. I love, you know, all, all these bands that they would typically call thrash metal. That's not the metal I'm talking about. That, that had its era. Real, true metal has never actually had its era yet. It hasn't had its mainstream era yet. And I'm very happy to see that there has been a shift when we see things like Stranger Things giving Metallica their first Billboard Hot 100 or first Billboard number one. I don't know if it was their top 100 or number one, whatever it was. It gave them one of their first charting um, records. And granted, I am annoyed, just as annoyed at, as at everybody else, um, at people who wear Metallica shirts just because of Stranger Things. I get that. I'm on. I'm on the same page with you. But by the same token, Metallica's getting richer. They're getting more popular because of that. And so I feel like we shouldn't be too upset about that. Um, so I'm just, I'm really happy to see that there, there are baby steps happening right now where metal is being introduced into the mainstream. Um, this isn't quite how far I wanted the genre to go. I know I've been rambling, but this is something I've been wanting to see happen for a while. And I'm really happy to see somebody like Uzi, who has the name that he has, take on something like this so i guess we'll see where it goes but hopefully it opens more people's eyes so yeah little uzi vert pink tape 6.5 out of 10 very experimental um there is a clean version on spotify um those of you who know me know that i, I like my music clean my playlists are all clean uh, and that's part of how i rate songs um you know if 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 it has to have the language in order to be good i do not think that's a good thing i think that actually takes away from it um and if you disagree with me that's fine you know that's all good um you know this might not might not quite be the podcast for you um this podcast was actually almost called the clean version podcast um and i have no judgment for you if if you do decide to listen to that it's just uh 
I really uh, put a lot of emphasis on what goes into my brain because I think that what goes into your thoughts become your actions, actions, your habits, and your habits determine your character. And I think that's really important. So I try to have as much wholesomeness going into my brain as, as possible. I just think that's a good goal. That's, that's not trying to be, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to have some sort of high horse. You know, I've, I listen to, I, I've listened to some explicit music before, of course, you know, but, um, you know, it's not saying anybody's doing anything. I just, I don't want that to come across the wrong way. I realized as I was saying that, that might be how it's coming across. All that to say, um, there, there is a clean version of this album. Um, I do applaud artists who, even when they're explicit, they make clean versions. So that's another point in Uzi's favor. Um, yeah, if, if you're a hip hop head, you'll probably enjoy this album. If you're a metal head, this might be one of the rap um, albums you enjoy. So I would encourage you to go check that out. And if you're a music fan in general, um, it's hit or miss. This may or may not be your thing. The production is really interesting. Uh, the mix is really interesting. If you're an audio engineer, you probably could learn something from it. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely worth a listen. I enjoyed it. Now on to our first ever music draft. Classic rock band draft. Mm -hmm. So... Basically, what we're going to be doing, right, is pretty simple. You're going to come up with your five. I'm going to come up with my five. And then the listeners are going to vote on who has the better one. So, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to my best friend, Alex Zeichus. He is an incredible guitarist um, and a certified bum. True, true. All right. So... We are going to do rock, paper, scissors to see who starts the draft, okay? So, like, are we doing where, like, we alternate, or is it, like, the person who goes second gets two picks in a row? No, we'll just alternate. Okay. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Dang it. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> rock... Paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Stop it. Rock, mm -hmm. paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. Okay. Dang. I start. <clears throat> okay. Oh, I know what you're going to pick. So I'm I am going upset. to start us off with Queen. God. I hate you. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just won. my first pick. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go... Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna go with Led Zeppelin as my that was, number one. Ah, uh, that was my next choice. I would be okay. stupid if I let you got get both Queen and Led Zeppelin. That would yeah. just be stupid. No, for sure. Um Okay. Uh I'm gonna go with Huh. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Okay definitely not what i thought you were gonna pick mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> hmm. okay um hmm. i think i'm going to take yeah i think i'm gonna take pink floyd as my okay. number two okay that's some value um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just adding a little clarification, on one of these lists that I'm seeing, they have the Beatles listed as a classic rock band. We are not allowing that in this draft, just so you know. 
Okay, because I was like, who's going to pick the Beatles? No. Even if we acknowledge that they're rock, we're not picking the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with, uh, for my third round pick, I'm going to go with ACDC. Okay, that's good, some good value out of that pick. For sure. All right, I'm going to go to one of my personal favorites. Okay. And good value in the third. I know what it's going to be. Go Can with I guess? Van Halen. I knew it. I knew it. I literally was going to say it was going to be Van Halen. I knew. That was going to be my next one. <clears throat> All right, let's see here. Hmm. Okay. So these guys kind of fell off. But okay. I think but I think I, they might still be worth putting in here. All right. You know what? I'm going to do it. Kiss. Okay. That is a terrible pick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Kiss it. Kiss it. <coughs> Kiss yeah, is like good. Kiss. kiss is good. You like Kiss? I do never, personally. Never thought you did. I didn't think you did. I want to rock and roll all night. Anyway. Mm, okay. Okay, your turn. Fourth round pick. Mm. Mm. Now this is tough because I got some some real bangers here that I could pick. Yeah, honestly. Mm. I I'm personally not big on them, but I can't not take Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah, they were one of the last few that I was looking at. Okay, can't not do it. So I am on my last pick. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Okay. I am going to pick uh, I I know what my final pick is. And okay. when it comes down to just sheer popularity, it's not it's probably not even in the in this draft. But mm-hmm. with how like if they didn't straight up invent actual like metal as we know it, they at least had one of the no. heaviest influences of all of them. So for if you my take who I think you're going to take I am going to be upset. For my fifth round pick, I'm taking Black Sabbath. They're definitely not a classic rock band. but Yes, they are. They're the first metal band, you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> you said classic rock bands. Otherwise, I would have taken the Black Sabbath. Bruh, metal is literally a subgenre of rock. All right, fine. You can have the Black Sabbath. Thanks, I appreciate that. Definitely would have taken them. Hmm. <laughs> Close us out, my boy. What you gonna take? You know, I got a couple, couple good ones I could pick. Um, I, I have, I have a couple predictions for what you might take. Okay, yeah, hit me with your predictions. What do you think I would take? Okay. So. Part of me thinks you're going to go just for the value, like just for the fan base and the popularity. And if that's the case, then you got to go Rolling Stones. I don't like that. Yeah, no, I disagree too. But if we're taken for just like 
actual quality, well, I'm actually not going to say it because if you take it, you might win. So I'll just see if you take it. You know what? I'm going to pick a band personally that I like a lot. More than a nerd pick, I guess. Okay. I'm going to take Rush as my number five. Okay. All right. Like learning so, Rush songs. Very fun. Yeah. Have some big hits, you know? Okay. So my my closing, my, my, my starters here. Okay. We got Queen, Eagles, ACDC, Kiss, and Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And you took who? I took Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Van Halen, Guns N' Roses, and Rush. Mm. That's actually really close. Like, I feel like that's a pretty evenly matched team, actually. So, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty simple draft. How about, how about this? Why don't we okay. each also get three bench players? Bench players? Oh, yeah, okay. these are our starters. Let's get three bench, all right? Mm-hmm. You you start us off this time since I started with the starters. Hmm. Okay. Um. Oh, I'm gonna make hmm. you mad. Oh, oh, I'm a moron. I literally have like five picks that I should have taken. Oh, you're done skis unless you beat me here. I'm about to Damn I'm about to have three more starters on my bench. Okay. Oh, you know man. what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take Jimi Hendrix, the okay. legend. Okay. Jimmy. We all love Jimmy. I'm I'm not I'm not mad about that. Mm-hmm. Because I am going to take Bon Jovi. Okay. You don't seem to be too thrilled about that. I mean, Bon Jovi's fine. I mean, like, I wouldn't have taken Bon Jovi. I think they have a few good songs, but. Okay. Okay. Personally, though, then I'm going to take as my second bench player, um. I'm going to take Journey. Journey. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Oh, man. So it's between those. Okay, you are definitely going to be mad at me, I think, because you're probably going to debate whether or not I'm allowed to do this. Um, I'm taking Metallica. No, 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 you can't do that. Yes, I no. can. Why can't no. I? Because <coughs> you told me this was a classic rock draft. Metallica is a thrash metal band. It's not allowed. You gotta take a different band. Man. I okay. let you bend with Black Sabbath, but okay. not bending with Metallica. Okay. Otherwise, yeah, I would have figured... taken Metallica at like my three. Yeah. I would have taken Metallica. But okay. Yeah, no Metallica. Then, then in that case, I am going to take Fleetwood Mac. Oh, you suck! That was literally <laughs> my next pick. No. <laughs> yeah. 
I wanted Fleetwood Mac so bad. I thought you were going to forget about them. Well, I did until just now. I was thinking through and I was like, oh, we completely left Fleetwood Mac out of all of this. Hmm, okay. That definitely, definitely makes this tough. Hmm. Alright, so I need one more. You, you do. need one more. Okay. Um. Hmm. We got a couple more. We got like a couple that are kind of just sitting there. I could go real old school though. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that this podcast does not yet have any old head people in the audience so so you're telling me not to okay i'm telling you you definitely should so that i can win <laughs> mm. this last pick is going to be hard unless you make it easy on me I think that the best part about this whole segment is how absolutely awful your video quality is. Yeah, my video quality sucks pretty good. <laughs> it's not that good. Yeah, it's the best you've ever looked, though. That is true. <laughs> I won't debate that. To all my female listeners, he is available. Okay, don't do that. Take him. Snatch him up. Hmm. Okay. Um. This is fun. I'm really torn. I can tell. Like, I just don't know who to take. You've got five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. What's your pick? Do we count the red hot chili peppers? Sure. Yes! Yeah, go for it. Then I'll take the Red Hot Chili Peps. Okay. Love the Red Hot Chili Peps. Okay, so I'll tell you now, since since this is the last pick, I can tell you the few that I'm having to choose between. Okay. okay. So we got Def Leppard. Solid. I like Def Leppard. We were definitely, got... I was considering that. Yeah. We've got Grateful Dead. Okay. We've got Motley Crue. Okay. See, like, they're, that's like... That's what I'm leaning towards. We got Leonard Skinner. The Skinner. The Skinner. And so, like, those are the ones, although, you know what? No, I know what I'm taking. And it's not any one of those. Okay. I am going to close out this draft with what is, in the end, really, I think, disrespectful. But they are the third on the bench. But mm -hmm. I am taking Aerosmith. Yeah, I was definitely considering Aerosmith for yeah, a while. Eh? Aerosmith, I, I'm sorry for the disrespect, but at least you're on the draft. All I right. was torn between, I really thought about going old school Chuck Berry, but I really like Chuck Berry, but yeah. I don't know. See, and that's the hard thing about the drafts is that it's like part of you wants to just go for quality. Like what's the most popular? What are people going to resign with? And then there's the question of what's actually good. Because, I mean, a lot of the so-called quality stuff actually isn't as good as some other stuff, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But All right. Well, that is the end of the very first draft for the I Listen to Everything podcast. Please 
Um, leave a comment on who you think won the draft. Um, if you want Alex to come back on the podcast, leave a comment about how beautiful he is. And if you never want to see his face again, comment on how ugly he is. <laughs> and we will see. Maybe I'll, maybe, I'll put a poll. maybe I'll put a poll on like my Instagram, should Alex come back? And we'll, and we'll see what, what the people say. But not. Alex, Don't do not on the Instagram. Oh, it's going to be on the gram, bro. Okay. I'm going to find the best picture of you that I can find, and I'm going to post it on my story, and I'm just going to say, should this man come back? How are you? You don't have... Okay. <laughs> oh, you don't think I have pictures of you, bro? Mm-hmm. You know what? Why don't I just take one now? No. How about no? <laughs> <clears throat> Alrighty. Well, Alex, thank you for joining the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Assuming the people actually want you back. And there's my picture. Which I doubt. They'll use <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's such a good picture, too, bro. Look at this. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, let's not. Okay. Look at how pixelated that is. Oh, that could not be. Oh, that couldn't have gone better. All right. Uh, thank you once again, Alex. We will hopefully see you again on another segment. I hope not. <laughs> We'll see what the people say. No. Well, this has been really fun. Um, I'm really, really enjoying making these. I'm enjoying talking to all the new people who I've been able to talk to. There are so many more interviews and segments that I'm working on right now um, that are really going to be uh, a ton of fun and I think are going to give you all some uh, really cool insight into how songs are made, how the industry works, as well as just some fun, entertaining stuff. Um, there is a, a lot more, a lot more on the way. Um, and so I think that just about wraps up this first episode. Thank you so much for watching. Um, please hit the bell um, wherever you're streaming this so that you can be notified as soon as we release the next episode. Like I said, the next episode is in the making right now. Um, so be ready for it. Um, thank you so much for listening. Music is in our blood. That's why our hearts have a beat. I got lyricism on tap. I got iPad, meaning with